Hello and welcome back to the Gates of Pop Culture. I'm your host, Rare Eddie One, and here I am. I am stood at the pe- the Gates of Pop Culture with you all. We're looking in. I can see. I can see Indy. Indy in. God, idiots! Fuck me. That's Kathleen Kennedy. Oh shit! No, don't do it. Don't do it. What are you doing? Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Don't you dare fucking sit on his face. No. She's peeing on him. Fuck me. She's peeing on him. No, don't. Oh, oh, no, don't do that. What are you doing? Oh, she's shitting on him. She's rubbing her shit into his chest. She's tarmacking Indiana Jones. I know he can't walk good and I know he can't run away from her, but no, don't do it. No, no. Fuck no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I couldn't look anymore. So I just looked over and there, E.T. E.T.'s just, just having a nice walk in the garden. No, fuck, no, no, that's fucking, no, don't do it, don't, no, please don't do it, fucking no, get away from him. I know you created him, but but fucking get away from him. Get away from him, Stephen. Don't you, don't you fucking dare, don't you dare use his fucking magical finger. Oh, he's, he's fingering him, oh, fuck, no, don't, don't do it, don't do it, no. Leave him, oh, I can't, I fucking can't. They won't let us in to fucking stop this fucking madness. This fucking madness, they're shitting on all our, our treasured fucking um, pop culture. They're shitting on it all. Oh, I've got to... No. Oh, fucking hell, no. I, I can't. I can't. Anyway, sorry sorry about that intro. I hope you enjoyed that little intro. Uh, and uh, I'm going to put myself in a corner. We've got some news to have a look at. And we're gonna go. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna have a look at some pop culture news. We're gonna have a laugh. We're gonna have a poke some fun. And we're gonna take the piss because these fucking Hollywood producers and Hollywood studios are just shitting all over us at the minute. And we're we're sort of winning, but it, like I said in my YouTube videos, it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better. So please strap in, strap on. And do whatever you can to fucking make yourself feel better because they are going to destroy some of our beloved, beloved characters. They've already have done, but they're gonna. There's so much more they can destroy. Um, I'm gonna pop myself in a little corner, and I will see you in a second. I say that this is a podcast, but I do film these and I do put them on my YouTube slash Rumble channel of the same name, Rare Eddie One. Sorry, I know this is the get at the gates of pop culture, but it, they do go on my YouTube channels, the name Rare Eddie One and Rumble channel, same name, Rare Eddie One. Um, but I hope you listen to me on pop on um, on the podcast. I've got myself a nice hot coffee. It's a bit hot for me at the minute because I'm a bit of a wimp. I like to it, like to. I don't like it boiling. I've, it's got to be cooled down for me so I, so I can just chug it all the way back. Um, but I've got a nice cup of coffee and we're going to have a look at the news and we're going to poke some fun. So I will see you in a second. So we're going to start off at Google. Um, I was looking at the Marvels and I was looking at the Marvels news. We all know this film as fucking taking a huge shit on Kevin Feige's desk. I know Iman Villani, sorry if I butchered that name, has pointed the fingers. She skipped over Kevin Feige, very interestingly, and she's gone straight for Bob Iger. Well, she said she's done what she's 
she'd done actually a fantastic job here and a lot of actors could take notes from her she's because in one of the headlines it said um what what are your thoughts on the uh the film flopping and she said she, it's not her problem at the end of the day she's done what she's done she's she did a good job in all honesty but it's now up to kevin fire uh, not kevin she said it now it's up to bob Iger. that's his that's his worry and that's a great fucking answer and she was probably the best thing in the movie and she wasn't great but she was probably the best thing in the movie um so shout out iman villani um but this is interesting so i was looking searching for the news and i, I got to google like everyone else does and we go to the news top stories they really fucking like because there's a load of shit news about this film but they really are pulling out some so breaking news scream rant i don't really use scream rant uh kelsey grammar breaks silence on joining the mcu daily mail kelsey grammar opens up on his surprise cameo of the marvels um digital spy the marvel star breaks silence on their surprise x-men return gamer radar kelsey grammar is confident that we will see the beast in the mcu um and yeah and the other three so four out of the um four out of seven three were just the uh, four out of seven the four were about kelsey grammar and the other three were just the yeah you know, breaking silence on the x in mid credit so another credit scene there breaking down uh the uh, marvel star Imar villani on assembling this the potential young avengers i guess not going into that because that's that's just gonna be a fucking old girls fucking avengers and five years ago black panther changed the world for marvel um but failed to change oh let's have a quick look at this one um just have a quick look at it um marvel's uh marvel's issue didn't begin with the marvels oh interesting the marvel's most divisive film has become the face of its crisis but the problem plaguing the marvels can actually be tracked back to the franchise's biggest success when black panther premiered in 2018 it seemed like hollywood was at the start of a major shift headlines the world over herald the solo debut of marvel's first no it wasn't marvel's first black hero blade it, do people just this is how do people forget about blade you know the the first black superhero uh, vampire kicking ass motherfucker um this is how this is how twisted these fucks are but forget about a black character to highlight other black characters what does that sound like to you um while audience turned up in droves to witness this this historical event are you, are you really kidding me are you kidding me fucking blade fuck's sake it was it was insatiable in a lot of ways. Bobby Miller, a culture critic and host of pop culture podcast, The Afternoon Special, tells Inverse 
it felt like everyone was on the same same page making the the movie feel as important as it as it was this was a really special time i'm not seeing the fucking film it's not you know i first black um superhero no matt matt um fucking blade oh fucking hell uh, the grounds of uh, support for Black Panther was. I'm going to highlight this word and read it out because I, I struggle. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Black celebrities uh, funded screenings of the film out of their own pockets while uh, critics and fans alike were enthralled um, by the world of Wakanda. Um, that was sort of an in, it was an interesting read, but it's also piss taking read, uh, fucking angry read. When Black Panther, so I'll I'll continue where I left off. Black Panther went on to become the Marvel's first black, uh, first best picture nominee at the Academy. Uh, you know the prestigious um, that that it eluded it um, for a decade. Everyone wanted a piece of the su success. And Marvel seemed determined to recreate that magic after Black Panther came Captain Marvel, the first uh, Marvel film to feature a female. The only, yeah, that, that's another story I can go to, uh, go on. But they only released it because uh, Wonder Woman and uh, DC actually did something Marvel didn't and Wonder Woman smashed it. Great film, Wonder Woman. Um the first um, to feature a few, uh, female uh, centre stage, the studio was actively hiring more directors of colour from Tika, uh, Taika Waititi to Chloe Zhao. Uh, big franchises had held, uh, finally caught up with the audience, uh, please, for genuine, uh, genuine diversity and inclusion. It felt like a new world, but did any of it sticks so so this whole thing was basically a tick box you know they needed to be more diverse um and rather than hiring a, a director it was casting directors taika waititi i know a lot of people didn't like for wagner rock i actually enjoyed it but i am a normie when it comes to Marvel and the comic books, I enjoyed it. Um, so, so what if he's black or coloured? Um, so what? Has he done a fucking good job? Chloe Zhao, did she do a good job on the Eternals? I that film fucking flopped, flopped hard, and they seem to concentrate on being inclusive rather than the story. I think the gay kissing scene they took out for uh, countries that don't that don't want gay stuff in their stories. So Saudi Arabia, you know, the Middle East. Oh, that's not very inclusive, though, is it? That that you know, you 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 put it in over here, but you take it out conveniently for the Middle East. Hmm. It sounds like you don't really give a fuck about your this that tick box really does it it sounds like you don't give a fuck about it you just give a fuck about the money if you're honest about it you're honest about it and then then people won't give a fuck 
but you lie, you lie, you lie, and you lie, and you say you. This is what we care about. We care. We care for diversity and inclusion. And then when it comes to sales overseas in the Middle East, China, Russia, whatever, you take these scenes out because you know you want that film to maybe go in. Leave that scene in. And if they don't want it, then fair enough, fuck that country off. Yeah. Or concentrate on the story. Yeah, if it happens to be a, a gay or trans actor in the film, don't concentrate on that. Just concentrate on the fucking story. No one cares really about if you're trans. People care because you're pushing that, that message down people's throats all the time. Um, but fucking fucking assholes. Anyway, I've I've had enough of that one already. Uh, let me. Uh, but yeah, I've, I just thought that was very interesting. A lot of the the top news were all about Kelsey Grammer and his beast appearance in the Marvels because this film is tanking. It this film is flopping. This film had bombed, and rather more negative press. They are putting out oh yeah but you saw the beast oh yeah the x-men oh remember remember yeah and 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 that's what they do um let's so let's have a quick look what the we are the numbers how convenient i suppose um so the marvels anyway let's get back to to the topic marvels um production budget 274 275 million that's bollocks. It's in the three hundreds at least, and that's not even including the marketing budget. And worldwide box office, it ain't looking good. A hundred and sixty-five million. And what this week will be its third week of release. Uh, and it's tanking. It's absolute tanking. Um box office let's see if that gives those it's tanking it's absolute fucking tanking i don't i don't sort of understand the numbers as as to today but it the first weekend it did you know 60 odd million then the second weekend it did about 8 million and we'll see what this weekend does that's all domestic, sorry. Um, yeah, domestic is only done, fucking hell, domestically it's done 69, hello. <laughs> and internationally, 96. It's fucking tanking. This film is absolute bombing. Let me have a sip of my coffee before I go any further. Nice cup of uh, mud. But this film is fucking tanking and uh, I'm fucking so busy here. I'm fucking. With my duff mug. Um, it's just fucking tanking in this film. Where the hell has all that money gone? Not on the film. not on the film whatsoever um uh, i could go into into a right meltdown over that and i will i i've not got the 
the most time for today's show. Um, but we're, we're going to have a good time. So, that's the Marvels. It's fucking tanking, it's bombing, it's, it's fucking absolutely taking a giant shit. But well done, Iman Ivanli. Um, sorry if I butchered her name. Absolute treasure. Absolute treasure and protect her. Um, the Witcher 3. This, some news on The Witcher 3. So, The Witcher Season 3. Critics, fucking 79% fresh. Audience score, not so fresh. 19%. So, we click into... Let's click into it. Top critics, 88. You fucking scumbags. Absolute scumbags. Um, but it's not what I wanted to look at. We are at The Hollywood Reporter. The Witcher's author says Netflix never listened to his ideas. Of course they're not. They're concentrating more on um, the showrunner and her her agendas. Franchise author. No way I'm going to get that fucking name. No way in hell. Andre Sapkowski. Says the streamer didn't heed his suggestions for the show, which has been played with uproar over devastations from the source material. Did I say that word? Why? I think I did. Deviations. I did not. Deviations from the source material. Um, they didn't listen to the author, and they certainly didn't listen to Henry Cavill. If they did, it might not be in the mess it is in. And the woman that plays, I can't think of a name, uh, the, the the witch in the, the witch here, I can't think of her name. Um, oh, something to mention. She's an attractive woman, but she's not an attractive woman to me. Um, I would have loved to see the woman from the um, um, the Chris Hemsworth um, movies, Extraction. I would have loved to see that woman in, in this role. Um, but the author behind Netflix, um, the Witcher franchise, had some words about the relationship with the streamer or lack therefore. Um, thereof, sorry. Polish fantasy writer... Um, Andreas Swarovski. Oh, sorry, I butchered. Andrei Sapkowski says Netflix never listened to his ideas for um, the hit Abbott. Adaptation of his novel and games. My fucking tongue and my mouth not working today. <laughs> Splashback. Sapkowski was asked at Vienna Comic Con last week if he's given Netflix any feedback and he replied with a laugh maybe I gave them some ideas but they never listened to me um, but 
it's normal. He he then broke into an impression of a Netflix executive and said dismissively, "Who's this? It's a writer. It's nobody." <laughs> what the fuck, Netflix? You scumbags! Absolute scumbags. Netflix had no comment on the remark, but the Witcher uh, team has had a rough time the past uh, couple of years in terms of its relationship with the show's uh, passionate fan community, which has uh, protested many of the show's deviations from the source material, which, as a fan, that's their right to do. Um. Rather than calling out your fans, how about listening to your fans? They're the ones who paying for your shit. Um, the biggest headline was the, the departure of the star, Henry Cavill, after this third season. Um, Henry Cavill, who knows the source material, who tried and tried to stay give his um, suggestions and try to stay um, as close to the source material as possible and he just got laughed at or ignored or called a gamer bro, um, toxic gamer bro. Are you fucking kidding me? Henry Cowell's probably one of the nicest guys in Hollywood um, because he doesn't you know, fit your narrative. You call him a gamer bro and, you know, and, and people see see through that and don't believe you so go fuck yourselves oh i had this button i could maybe use <laughs> um but i swore quite a lot already so um um which finished airing in july while the reason behind his, his exit has remained murky cavill is a massive fan of the books and repeatedly emphasise that the importance of the faithfulness to the source material months before his announced departure from the show, Cavill told The Hollywood Reporter he was committed to seven, uh, seven seasons as long as we can keep telling great stories which honour the work, which honours the work of... Um, let's, give him, let's give him some credence here. Sapkowski's where Cavill is being replaced um, in season four by Liam Hemsworth. <clears throat> in the wake of Cavill's departure, one of the show's writers on its first two seasons, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to butcher that name as well. Boda Mayo. Wrote on Instagram in 2002, I've been on a show in 2002. I've been on a show uh, namely, Witcher, uh, where some of the writers were not or actively disliked the books and games, even actively mocking the source material. It's a recipe for disaster and bad morale. Fandom as its uh, limits, test checks, egos, and makes all of the long nights worth it. You have to respect the work before you're allowed to add to its legacy. Well done, Bayo. Bayo. Um, wrote on his Instagram in 2002. I think that's a bit of a typo myself. Um, Witcher showrunner uh, Laura Smith, Smidich. Uh, let's fucking... I don't think 
She deserves it, but let's do it. Lauren Schmidt Hisrich was asked about De Mayo's uh, comments and replied on Instagram, I've never mocked the books. The books are my entire livelihood. I have I have a great relationship with... It doesn't sound like you have a great relationship with this guy. Sapkowski. And writes, rooms are scared and safe and more than anything supportive spaces. Don't believe everything you read. Well, maybe we shouldn't believe everything you have uh, wrote. Because if you did, um, if you, them books were your entire livelihood, you wouldn't have uh, deviated from from them like you had. Unless you really are not the showrunner and to come out and tell us. Um, but it is, it is what it is. She's fucking fucked up there. Um, despite all this, The Witcher remains a hit. Really? Are you sure? Are you really, really sure The Witcher remains a hit? With the third season racketing up 99.4 million viewing hours, according to the Nielsen, and spending eight weeks in Netflix, in Netflix top ten. The show was down 36% in viewers from season two. However, ah, fucking... Um, so, it was in Netflix's top ten for eight weeks. Are we sure Netflix didn't fucking bugger that up and give it a good fingering? Um, are we sure Netflix didn't bugger up the Nielsen viewing hours and give it a good fingering. Sounds to me like Netflix had fingered and uh, history should give uh, The Witcher a good fingering, if you ask, if you ask me. Um, let's close a couple of these down. Um, um, so, yeah, that's The Witcher. Let me know your thoughts on The Witcher. Did you enjoy season two and three? Cause I've not seen them. I've heard the backlash. Uh, I've heard people who enjoyed i i didn't i wasn't keen on season one i i, I it, it wasn't for me i'm not a big witcher fan not really played the games i enjoyed henry cavill's performance in in the witcher um but it wasn't for me um that sort of cause I, I love that sort of fantasy but it's it it just it didn't tick out for me it really didn't and I, I wish it, it did, but it just didn't. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, so I didn't see season two because I wouldn't, I wasn't going to see season two because, like I said, um, season one didn't tick out. Not because it was a bad show, not because it, it just didn't do it for me. And and that's it. At the end of the day, it didn't do it for me. So, uh, so yeah. <clears throat> so, that's why I didn't watch season two. Uh, but then I heard all the backlash on season two and the whole, all the, the the drama unfolding. And I know people who have watched season three, uh, season one, sorry, and enjoyed it and go on and to tell me the rumors that, that were floating around. And I believe them because there's a lot of people that, that enjoy season one and then watch season two and just, no, it was shite. 
Um, <clears throat> so I'm pretty glad I didn't stick around because it, I would have, I would knew, I would have wanted them hours back. Netflix, you fucking scumbags. Um, but anyway, we're, we're going to go on to some more Disney failing. A lot of this show has been on Disney failing. Um, Marvels. Um, and now Wish. <laughs> Wish. Uh, Disney's Wish fails on every level. Every level. It's not looking good. Let's see if we can close that. Yeah. Any Disney animated film could have been called Wish at some point. That's uh, presumably the idea behind the title of the studio's latest, which has been uh, positioned as a tribute to the company's 100 years in the business. Wish is itself a new Disney fairy tale, but it has been... Um, I'm going to butcher that word. Consciously. Structured like all the other classic Disney fairy tales, only it's, you know, new, familiar, yet different field um, with so-called Easter eggs, but hopefully compelling in its own right. I've only heard what people on YouTube and the internet have seen and, and they say this film is bad. It's a promising, challenging idea with the um, competing poles of... Re Sorry, this, this sentence here is... This, um, competing poles of reverence. And self-awareness built into its... In, into the film very reason for existing unfortunately wish manages to be none of the things it wanted it wants to be it is neither oh fuck me with all these big words you fucking assholes evocative evocative it's quite easy actually enough enough um of the past to work as tribute nor Irreverent or inventive. Or just plain funny enough to justify justify its constant but half-hearted call-outs. It's the ultimate uh, cop-out, a lifeless, uninspiring mess of bland brand management. That's what seems to be Disney's problem. They have too many managers... Creators and artists, uh, Gina Carana put it best, shouldn't be managed. They should be given free realm to, to discover, to play, to, to create these beautiful things. But they're being managed. You have to tick this box. You have to tick that box. You have to include these. You have to include that. You have to be managed. Each director is cast rather than hired for their um, for their CVs. You know, oh, this this guy or this person has directed this, this, and this. They've all been great. They've all shown little um um 
success. So let's hire this person. No, this person fits this demographic, this um, sexuality and this color. They've got all, they've got all three. You, they maybe have five boxes to tick and they've got three out of the five. That's maybe their, you know, we need to get three to five, you know, but not, maybe I've got disabled in, you know, and, and they're maybe not a veteran or, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, God forbid if you're straight and white, you ain't not getting any work in Disney unless you've already got work in Disney. If you're new, straight white director actor you are not getting anywhere near new disney or lucasfilm or netflix um because <clears throat> they're racist at the end of the day you know um but anyway the wish let's have a look i've not seen the film i ain't gonna see the film um i've heard it shit heard it shit um domestic box office i think this is only only just come out yet yeah, 21st 22nd yet yeah, this has only just come out um three three thousand nine hundred theaters uh, domestic box office um eight million just over eight million how much was this did this cost actually Production budget for this film is two hundred million. Two hundred million. Mario, Mario Bros. cost a hundred million. Disney. Look at where you, someone do someone audit Disney, please, because someone's either fucking stealing your money, or someone's taking someone's taking a piss. Two hundred million on an animation film. Where, um, cast, Who, who's the cast? Chris Pine, all right, biggish, all these are probably big actors, you know, I've not really heard of many of them, I've heard of Chris Pine. Evan Peters, I've heard of, um, no, I've not really heard of director Chris Buck. Um, he's probably a white guy. <laughs> but as long as he's ticking everything, um, you know, he, as long as his, his, um, his thoughts align with Disney, he'll be all right. So he's probably not, you know. I still stand by it, you know. If you're straight and white and you uh, don't give a fuck about um, the message or what the the big milky multi multi-billion dollar company says you ain't getting anywhere near um that and i will always stand by that even though it could be wrong it might be wrong but um 200 million on this where has the money gone where has the money gone disney look at your books please Someone is robbing you blind, or maybe someone's not robbing Disney. Maybe Disney is pocketing the cash for its greedy self. Maybe Bob Iger's pocketing the money. Maybe someone pocketing the money somewhere. This film should not be two hundred million. This film should be a hundred. 
again, I've not seen the film. Um, trailer. It doesn't give me any how long is the film. It doesn't give me any of that, but I'm not too... Oh, 92 minutes. Oh, 200 million, really? 200 million. Holy shit. 200 fucking million. Where is the fucking money gone? Where has the money gone? Someone please tell me. Someone make it, make it right. In my head, because this film shouldn't Mario's, but was a billion dollar plus money making fucking franchise was made for a hundred million dollars. This is just I know it's only been out a couple of days. It's only made eight million. Um eight million. Fucking hell. You you Make it, someone make it sound right in my head, please. Disney is fucking, Disney is failing. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off if Disney go into administration, but they're not, they're not, they're too big. The parks are too big. They, they create so much money. They used to create a whole lot of money, but because they're caring about the message and rather than entertaining families, um, they are losing out on fucking um, Universal. But anyway, I'm going to end my final topic on The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Domestic. So this has been out for a couple of weeks, I, I think... Well, this will be its second weekend. Um, domestic, it's 63 million. And internationally, 56 million. So worldwide, 119 million. Let's, uh, let's have a quick look at some of it. Holy shit. Holy shit. So the Marvels has been out three... This will be its third weekend. So it's nearly catching up on the Marvels. You fuck it's nearly catching up on the Marvels. Holy shit. <laughs> Domestically, nearly catching up on the Marvels. Again, I've not seen the film. Let me know if I should. Uh I'll let you know my thoughts on the film. Uh, but I'm not interested in it. I don't think there was any interest in this film. This was another cash grab um, by the big studios. But at least this film didn't cost it production. No idea what the marketing cost, but a hundred million production budget. To this, it looks like it's made its money back, but now theaters take 45% of, of them numbers. So worldwide, Box office just under 120 million. Cinemas, theaters take 45% of that. So it's not made its money back yet. This will probably make some money, even though it has Rachel Zegler in it. She's not the main actress in it. Um, but could this film have made a hell of a lot more money if she wasn't cast in the film? Would this be her first movie that actually makes any money? 
Let me know your thoughts on that. Um, because in all her films, she has not made any any money whatsoever. Um, technical acting credits. So, oh, these aren't come out yet. Hunger Games, Shazam flopped. West Side Story flopped. How much did West Side Story make? Um, cough. Gonna let me uh, hundred million, hundred million. <laughs> Fucking hell! So the film she, I think this was her first film, West Side Story remake. Hundred million, the production budget, worldwide box office seventy, just under seventy five million. That's a huge, huge flop. You fucking asshole, Steven Spielberg, stop fingering ET and actually write a decent film for once, or direct a decent film for once. Because some of his films um, are probably the best with best films you could probably think of. You know, um, oh, fucking... Oh, fucking, what's that film? It's probably one of my favourite um, Spielberg films, but you got um, War of the Worlds, fucking love that film. Um, Encounters of the Third Count Close Encounters of the Third Count my favourite film of Stephen but there's, there's quite a lot of his films are my favourite Um, but yeah will she actually be in a film that makes any fucking money this potentially could make some money so yeah but she is when will the studio start or when will she learn that she isn't the shit? She isn't the top dog in the industry where she isn't the, she isn't the, the she isn't the shit. When will she realize and maybe stop talking and maybe just concentrating on acting? And um, because, you know, it's not 1937 anymore. We know, we know weird, weird. Um, It's, yeah, just stop criticising and just act. Stop throwing... And are people forgetting she is an actual bully. She is an actual bully that led Twitter campaigns, bullying campaigns on Gina Carano. And she is actually a bully. Do people realise this? Um... This film could make some money, could make some money. And it might be her first film that makes a little bit of money. Um, I kind of hope it doesn't. <laughs> but, you know, I've not really got any fucking skin in the game on this one. I don't really care if it makes money or if it doesn't. I'll laugh if it, I'll laugh if it doesn't make money. Um, but interesting, she's been... You haven't really seen her talking about this film. You haven't really seen her promoting this film. And I think that has actually helped the film whatsoever. I think it's actually helped the film. Um, Yeah, it's definitely helped the film. Um, But yes, that's it. 
I'm gonna link in my my uh, a couple of my videos what I've done on YouTube and Rumble, um, my Marvel's review, my my ranting at the Hunger Games. Um, it's it's not it's not, but yeah. So that's my thoughts on the Hunger Games. Um, I kind of hope it doesn't make any money, but we've still got a couple of weeks or three weeks. Uh, this is the um, this is the weekend, I think, um, for Turkey Day in America, um, Thanksgiving. Um, so it could make a little bit more money this weekend. Who knows? I don't know what's out this weekend, actually. Uh, daily chart. So you got Wish, Napoleon, Hunger Games, Thanksgiving, the Marvels, and next goal wins. Um, what's coming out this this uh, weekly chart now? I don't I don't know if there's anything big coming out this weekend. I can't quite think. Um, let me know if there's anything big coming out this weekend that I've missed. Um, but that's my thoughts anyway. Um, definitely Rachel Zegler keeping quiet has helped that film out because I think if she was out there on press tours and you know, red carpets, I think it would have hurt the film. And I don't. I think it would still be under hundred million. But her being quiet has actually helped the film. Will she learn from this? I don't know. Or will studios actually learn and think, yeah, she's not the shit that we thought she was, and maybe start taking note. But anyway, I'm gonna pop myself big screen and end today's show. But anyway, let me know your thoughts in the comment section, in your email, Twitter. Um, all my links are in the show notes, in the video description. All my ways to get in contact with me are in. Like I just said in the show notes, the descriptions of the videos. Um, so if you're going to get in contact, please do. If you're watching these on YouTube and Rumble, please smash that like button. Please subscribe to my channel. That would be awesome. You guys are legends. If you're listening to these on whatever podcast provider you are listening to, please leave me a review. If you're shitting on me, you know, all you know, internet's going to internet in the end of the day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I can't do it if you if you do that. Um, but you know, let's have a laugh. Uh, um, please leave me a review. That'd be awesome. That would help the show out. Or if you don't want to leave me a review, please follow, uh, like, or subscribe, or whatever it is. Um, get in contact with me on Facebook, Twitter. Details are in the descriptions and our show notes. Please do. Um, will we stop these studios and directors fingering our beloved characters? You know, because they're really giving these fucking characters a good old fingering and we can't do anything to stop it. Well, I can't do anything because I'm at the gates of pop culture and I cannot get in. We we are all here outside the gates and we're trying to get into our, to help our beloved franchises out but we can't get in we're rattling the gates and we can't get in we're seeing kathleen kennedy tarmac and indiana jones we're seeing steven spielberg fingering fucking et we're seeing fucking oh my god we're seeing it all we're seeing it all happen 
um, before our very old, our very eyes. Um, but yeah, let me know your thoughts. With I hope you've had a laugh. I hope I've been able to entertain a couple of you. If I haven't, I hope I can change your mind. And uh, if I have, yay, thanks. Um, like I say, please smash that like button. Please think about subscribing to me. Please follow, like, and all that good stuff. Um, I've been your host, Rare Eddie One. This has been at the gates of pop culture. I will see you next time. Peace.